Hello and welcome to National Treasure News. I am Emily. And I'm Aubrey. Thank you all so much for joining us for this very special news-related installment of National Treasure Hunt, where we will be talking to you kind of for the first time in any sort of detail about us being the National Treasure News for the first time ever. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we've been the news all along, but we're just we're just getting around to us now. So <laughs> excited, excited to chat with you on mic. Yes. So in case you didn't pick up on it or didn't read the episode description here today before you press play, here on National Treasure News today, we are so excited to be talking to you about our book, National Treasure Hunt one step short of crazy published by tucker ds press we're here talking about it because it's out y'all like you can order it right now at tuckerdspress.com and you will receive it in the mail like within days yeah um uh we each have physical copies of the book um it's kind of surreal uh it's it's been a journey to get here we hope you all have ordered your copy, and if not, do so right now. We're going to tell you a little bit about the story of it in this bonus episode, in this National Treasure News. But hey, once you get your hands on your copy, and if you haven't already, send us some pictures, send us your thoughts. Yes, you can find us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at NT Hunt Podcast, And go ahead and just, yeah, let us know what you're thinking. If you have any questions about how to order the book because we haven't made it clear enough, also feel free to reach out to us on those platforms. Absolutely. And for the records, for the archives, if you will, we are recording this episode on March 27th, 2023. And at the time that you're hearing this episode, we are officially at our book release date. Um this is a celebration episode, Em. I am so excited to revisit this journey with you, with all of our listeners, because we've obviously been working on National Treasure Hunt as an entity, as a concept for three years now, which is wild. Um, but this book has been one of our main time-consuming projects of the past year. Yeah, of the past year it was <laughs> i have very specific memories of writing it in my uh studio apartment that i lived in for six for six months wow oh my god so much has happened since we started working on this i personally won't forget when we talk about the origins of this book um something that people might not know is that the reason we were inspired to write the book is because of Riley's book in National Treasure too, right? Like we have talked a lot amongst ourselves, but also on social media and on the podcast about this idea of like Disney dropped the ball in terms of like creating marketable products to go along with National Treasure. One of the first things I would have done if I was part of Disney marketing in 2007 would have been to hire an author that works with Disney Press to write Riley's book. Yeah, and then we thought that they had picked up the ball uh, when the National Treasure uh, series kind of promotional stuff was happening. Uh, and not to complain at all, because we are thrilled that we got our hands on a copy of Riley's book. 
but as we have since revealed to you, there there's nothing in it. Yeah, that notebook that we shared pictures of online. Yeah, so we started off with this idea of actually writing Riley's book, but then it became abundantly clear to us, I think, that we could do so much more than talk about conspiracy theories, because we've spent, again, at this point, three years generating content and and um, accumulating research from various sources and interviews and other materials that could really tell the story of National Treasure in a very historically grounded way. Um, so our book turned in concept from the Templar treasure and other myths that are true to, of course, what we have created, which is National Treasure Hunt, One Step Short of Crazy, really going through both films scene by scene and diving into all of the interdisciplinary topics that we dive into on this podcast, but even further. Yeah, and I mean, I I feel like I was definitely I was definitely super skeptical about it at first as I am with anything Aubrey brings to me. <laughs> um and I I I think I was really concerned about the whole like trying to write Riley's book thing because that just felt like you know, as as we found out over the course of the seasons and over the course of writing this book, diving into conspiracy theories is like really hard especially for two people like us who are scientists and are very much kind of trained that there are certain facts and like certain things that are true and certain things that are not true um and so i was just like how are we going to be confident about anything that we're <laughs> writing uh so i'm i was very relieved when we kind of went in a different direction. Yeah, I mean, something that I found particularly challenging early on was figuring out how to write a book. Do you remember we had like weeks of meetings where we were literally just like Googling how to write a book? <laughs> like, what are the steps that you have to do here? I'm genuinely like, real talk for a minute, really proud of both of us we're figuring this out ourselves like we had to learn a lot about the different steps of going into this you know how what are the best strategies for um you know putting together an outline how to make sure that we're writing and maintaining accountability to meet writing goals and do it in a timely fashion because at the time also we were just learning about the plans for the national treasure show and we were like oh my gosh we have found ourselves at a golden opportunity here, like massive renewed interest in this franchise. We need to do this fast. <laughs> like we really yeah. shouldn't be taking multiple years to write this book now that we've decided to do it. Um, yeah, the the fast part was definitely something that caught up with me. Um, it did it did feel very fast, and I mean it, it is very fast. And when you you talk to anyone really who's done stuff with like books or writing books it, it is a really fast turnaround time um and something that i like found interesting is you know you were talking aubrey about trying to like do, doing a lot of research on even just like how to write a book but you know part of our initial kind of research after we made the outline was like 
how do we go about like doing something with this like how do we get this into other people's hands Mm -hmm. and most of the like information we found about different publishing companies and different publishing options kind of suggested that you have like an outline of your book and then like maybe a sample chapter and by the time we got to that point we had like kind of written well remember part of that was part of that was strategic because another piece of learning i guess that we found online was that publishing companies if you don't have a history of publishing books they have no reason to trust or believe that when you say oh yeah i can write a book that you can actually do it so if you can provide them with a complete draft they know that there's something to work with here and that they'll like trust that we can move forward and so that i remember doing that explicitly i also remember um I don't know. Should we let should we let everyone in on a secret? I don't think we've we've told people how long we actually took to write the first draft. We wrote it in under four months, which, in yep. retrospect, is wild. Yeah, it was wild because we were both doing full time, uh, our full time normal jobs, and I was also teaching a class for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it was. It was a lot. Um, yeah. It it really was. I mean, obviously, we went through multiple other iterations and drafts, um, but the whole process for us ended up being fairly expedient once we secured our publisher, Tucker DS Press. Um, I'll also never forget the process of learning how to write a book proposal. Didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then everybody wanted a different version of the book proposal. Yeah. It's so true. Uh, So fun facts, anyone, if you're looking to write a book, we um, have do's and don'ts (laughs) of how to write a book proposal. Um, So yeah, that was, that was pretty interesting. Um, Do you have, in retrospect, looking back at like the fact that we're holding the book in front of us, do you have a favorite chapter either to read or to write? I think my favorite one that I worked on was the Templar Treasure Mm. one. Um, and the, the thing that I liked most about it was that I really felt like I was able to bring in all of the different aspects of kind of the ethos of this project and what this podcast and now book, you know, what we're trying to do with it and talk about things like history and ethics. I got a little science in there and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, but I also had this, like, I remember I was, um, I was in lab on like a Saturday morning and I had this kind of like realization about the lie that Patrick told Ian um, before Ian left Patrick and Ben and all of the crew kind of down under Parkington Lane. Um, And I was able to like piece together a bunch of different facts and kind of like see something that neither of us had really realized before which for me is always a really exciting thing because I feel like you know like my attention span for certain details is not always there so the fact that I was able to kind of think of something 
that like you hadn't I, I basically had a Riley moment like oh, I had thought of something that you hadn't yet thought of and it was like ended up being a pretty cool thing and that's all I'll say about it so you have to buy the book if you want to know oh my gosh what about you Aubrey um oh this is tough um because I think because of the way we wrote the book when I think of like real chapters I'm thinking of chapters like two through what 11 like the actual movie related chapters and from those my clear winner is the one about Mount Vernon I just feel like that chapter has everything in it it has science it has history it has ethics it has quotes like it's got it all and I love it and oh honestly analyzing different versions of what the president says based on what we see in the movie versus the trailer for the movie versus the final filming script just like blows my mind so that was a good chapter but I also feel really strongly for the intro and the closing so chapter one and chapter 12 um chapter 12 has all of our ideas for national treasure three which should be reason enough to go buy the book honestly um and then I'm doing a really bad job of answering this question because I have too many favorites. Um, this also is kind of cheating, but the foreword by Charles Seegers and Oren Aviv. I mean, yeah, that that one's special in like a different way, I feel like. Well, I do remember our, our publishers were like, hey, is there anyone associated with the franchise that might be willing to write a foreword for you? And at the time... We were like, I mean, we could ask Charles and Oren, like, right. I don't know, will they feel mad that we're writing a book about their baby? Like, right. I don't know. <laughs> um, but they responded immediately, and they were like, absolutely, we would love to do this. Yeah, they they were super in from the beginning, and I feel like you can tell when you read the foreword that they're not only supportive of us, but also still genuinely excited about this thing that they mm. created like all the way back in you know the 90s also like they are the ethos of national treasure hunt the way they talk and think about this franchise there were some really really poignant moments in in that forward oh for sure i mean yeah talk about favorite quotes you could pick <laughs> pick any number from there <laughs> oh the first sentence of the last paragraph of the four yes i'm being very granular i think it's the first sentence it's in the last paragraph there's this amazing line about why they knew the movies would persist and like comparing it to our founding documents and the national parks and the national archives and i was just like i melted melted some people are worth melting for so the forward is great Definitely read it. Don't skip it. People sometimes skip forwards. Do not skip this forward. No. And like, this is one of those, like, I always talk about, you know, really liking to, when I'm finishing a book or when I'm starting a book, I like to be somewhere poignant with mm. it and have like a nice, just like moment with it. Uh, this would be a great one, you know, start the forward when you're like in a plane you know, flying over some of the mid-country states. And you can see, like, the clouds out the window on a sunny day or, you know, pop under pop under a tree, hope an apple doesn't hit your head. 
Um, <laughs> that that happened to Johnny Appleseed or Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison. Try again. Third time's the charm. Different size. Isaac guy. Newton. There you go. Third time's the charm. I have an Isaac Newton, and he, you know, science and you know, science stuff and yeah. national treasure. Um, but like it, anyway, it it's a nice <laughs> thing to just kind of like. I feel like if you're able to like remove yourself from external distractions and kind of just enjoy it for what it is, it'll really set up the book for you in hopefully a really meaningful way. Okay, so if they're supposed to be either in a plane or under a tree when they read the foreword, where should they be when they read the last chapter about National Treasure 3? Like in Alaska? <laughs> Oh, uh, sure. Sorry. What you can't see is I'm doing really weird eyebrow stuff right now. <laughs> I mean, sure, they could be they could be in Alaska. Um I suggested that for a reason, readers. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, that that would be fine. Maybe maybe uh diving amongst a shipwreck? Yeah, I mean one of my favorite places to finish books is uh on the beach with my feet in the ocean. So Oh, so under underwater is asking too much? Well, unfortunately for those listening, we didn't make waterproof books. So I don't think you're gonna be able to do that unless you have like one of those baggy situations, which I definitely did during college and grad school at some points, where I would have like a note sheet for like an exam. And I would put it in a plastic bag and I would bring it into the shower with me and I would like hold it up on the wall so that like as I was like washing my hair, I could be like reviewing my notes. That is extreme dedication. It is. Uh, But you wouldn't be able to turn the pages of this book. So mm. yeah, don't don't take it anywhere super drastic and also if you were in alaska it might be cold you might need gloves you might not be able to turn the pages you might resort to using it for kindling which don't do that don't do. <laughs> so like you know pick pick a pick a safe place for you and you can always imagine yourself into one of those situations if you if you must there you go um Another thing that I want to reward listeners of this episode with is some Maybe some hints about some secrets inside the book. Um, all I've got to say is, as you're reading, everything you see is intentional. There's yeah, a- we we edited this with a fine tooth comb. Which the number of times this book has been read was read before it even went out is astounding there are there are no mistakes well don't say that because there might be a typo like here or there but like because like i feel like that's inevitable we don't want there to be but like i don't want to set ourselves up for failure here what i'm saying is if you see something and you're like huh i wonder then you're probably wondering correctly if you see something, say something, as the kids say. Yeah, actually, shoot us a message if you notice what we're talking about, please. Because we are keeping track of how many people tell us that they noticed it. Yes, although maybe shoot us a private message? DM, yeah. Uh, So as to not 
spoil anything for others. For sure. Um, oh, also, oh, I can't believe we forgot about this. We have a fun like giveaway coming up related to the book so if you haven't ordered a copy yet you should do so now um around the time that this episode is coming out on anywhere you listen to pods you can go to the national treasure hunt social media this week or in the weeks early april 2023 and find um an ottendorf cipher that we have created ourselves we are posting this Ottendorf cipher on our Twitter and Instagram, and you will have to use our book to solve the Ottendorf cipher. Now, you might ask yourselves, well, how do I know how to solve an Ottendorf cipher? Well, you can read our book to find out exactly how to solve an Ottendorf cipher. <laughs> and then- <laughs> Or listen you- to our podcast. Or listen to our podcast. And then you might ask yourself, okay, well, now I know how to solve it, but like, why would I want to? And the answer to that question is, you will know what to do to enter our National Treasure Hunt t-shirt giveaway. And that's all I'm going to say, because I, (laughs) yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, we can't really say, we can't really say more than that. (laughs) Yeah, so keep an eye out for that. Um, That Ottendorf Cypher giveaway contest thing will end uh, close to the end of April. And that's when we'll notify our winner. And as you know, if you've been following along on social media or if you're on our email distro list, uh, we are also in week two of two of a National Treasure Hunt sticker giveaway. So if you are listening to this episode pretty much as it's released and you want to take a picture of your National Treasure Hunt book in a setting at a place in a situation that gives national treasure vibes and post it on Twitter or Instagram and tag us at NT hunt podcast. We will send you national treasure hunt stickers. Like this isn't, it's like that simple. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like we'll, we'll get them to you. That that's all you just to send us some, some pictures of you and tag us in the pictures, please. Super, super easy. And super post about it, you know, just, just do it. We just we want you to have our stickers, and we also want fun pictures of our book in places. Um, <laughs> and as you as you probably know from some of my examples, you can get pretty creative. Yeah, we are not strict about what gives national treasure. A lot of things give national treasure. It's literally the definition of screams from Parkinson Lane, people. Yeah, anyway. I mean, I'm looking at a bottle of Pepto Bismol right here, and I mean, that that tilting scene platform stressed me out. It, Gives me some uh, stomach stomach issues, so maybe I'll take it with a Pepto. No, don't. Try, try to be better than me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, okay, well, and speaking of taking our book places, as we begin rounding out this conversation, because this is very clearly getting off the rails, um, we have a couple of events coming up that we would love to see you at uh, in celebration of our book. First and foremost, we are hosting our very own book club, book talk, you know, whatever you want to call it, basically, where you can come on Zoom and meet us and talk about what you liked about the book, maybe what you didn't like about the book, hopefully not much. And if you have questions, um, like remaining questions, either about content in the book or about the franchise or other questions for us about National Treasure Hunt. 
come to our virtual book club on Zoom and we'll talk all about it. Just DM us on Twitter or Instagram and we will get you that access link totally free. Yep. And you just get to hang out with us, which is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that should be a huge incentive. And here's the secret. You can come even if you haven't bought the book yet. Yeah, you can. It'll be weird, but you can go. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be weird. Maybe it'll incentivize you to buy it. Um, another upcoming event we have, which is very near and dear to our hearts, especially for anyone in um, the Philadelphia, the greater Philadelphia area, we are heading back to our alma mater, which you will see referenced in chapter one of our book, Ursinus College in Collegeville, Pennsylvania, for an actual book talk um, that will be moderated by a professor of English from Rosinus. This will be on April 28th at 3.15 p.m. Eastern Time. You can find links to all the details on our social media. We'd love to see some of you there. We would. It is going to be fun. And I feel like we're kind of burying the lead here, Aubrey, because as much as it's cool that we get to go to Rosinus and we're thrilled about that, we have another thing that in, in the works in the works essentially yeah that seems like a pretty big deal we feel good about it um we will give you more information as it crystallizes but you heard it here first that we are in talks with the u.s national archives to do a book talk signing and some national treasure themed activities at the National Archives on the National Mall in Washington, D.C. on 4th of July weekend. So, like, if you're thinking about coming to D.C. for 4th of July weekend, not only should you do it because it's actually spectacular, but now you can come see us at a free event as well. Yes. And you can come help me not be stressed about the amount of people that will be in D.C. at the same time as me on a very busy weekend. It's just an honor that that the archives is, is willing to have us. Uh, we are so excited about this and can't wait to share more information with you. And hey, this we hope is the tip of the iceberg. If there is a you know a local gift shop or a local bookstore or a, a college, a high school classroom that you want us to visit in person or virtually, shoot us a message. We are here for all of the ideas and uh We'll see, we'll see what other fun events we have in train. I mean, especially because one of our big goals when when doing this book, to I think to come full circle here as we wrap up this conversation, an early conversation we had with our publishers was like, how do you anticipate selling this book? And we were like, to be honest, we're we're not really like I know a lot of people feel the need to go into a Barnes and Noble and like point to their book on a bookshelf. But as much as we love a Barnes and Noble, that really wasn't what was motivating us. We wanted to be able to walk into the gift shop of a national treasure relevant historical location, like a national archives, et cetera, and be able to go into their gift shop and point to our book on the shelf. And I'm really really proud to say that as of the time of this recording, we are stocked in not only the National Archives gift shop, but also the Mount Vernon gift shop. And with any luck, hopefully a few more will be uh, will be to come. Yeah. And so if you're in any of those gift shops as well, 
and you happen upon our book on the shelves and you want to grab a quick selfie with it uh, and send it to us or tag us in your social media posts, we would absolutely love that. Like Aubrey said, um, this has been something that we've really wanted from the beginning of this whole process. Like even before Aubrey had convinced me (laughs) that we should write a book, like the first time we went to visit some of these sites together in DC, she would say like, imagine if we had like something national treasure related here, like that would be pretty cool. And then, you know, when we went last year, we had the same experience and we were like, Oh, what if, you know, what if our book could be here? And then this year it is. Yeah. It's, that to me is the most surreal thing and i don't know fingers crossed we'll see what's next um but we're we're so proud and excited for you all to be able to get your hands on this book right now once again it is called national treasure hunt one step short of crazy and you can order it right now at tuckerdspress.com. Now, for the record, you can also find it on Amazon. But if you really want to support us, please do buy directly from the publisher. We really, really appreciate it. And hey, at the time of this recording, our spring 2023 National Treasure Hunt tour on the weekend of May 6th and 7th is fast approaching. If you want to come, we'd love to see you and have you participate. We'd also love for you to bring your book and we'll sign it for you. Registrations close, honestly, in like two weeks, you guys. Registrations close April 15th. So go to nthuntpodcast.com slash tour to register now. Yes. And just for the record, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at nthuntpodcast. Uh, go ahead, send us your thoughts on this news episode. Send us your thoughts on the book. Send us all those pictures we were talking about. Send us, you know, information about when you register for our tour. Just keep in contact with us on those social media websites. This has been National Treasure News. I'm Aubrey. And I'm Emily. And thank you so much for joining us on our National Treasure Hunt. (laughs) 